0: This podcast was produced by Or FM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. Well since 2010 the eight piece ensemble the Jack has been a leading voice in the New Zealand jazz scene. They're releasing Walking Spirits follow up to 2020's album A Gathering and they're marking their decade of music together with uh, an accompanying double album release tour of Aotearoa New Zealand coming our way to play Hanover Hall Tomorrow, uh, joining us on the line to talk more about The Jack and about tomorrow's show, Jake Baxendale. Jake, Maureen, good to have you with us.
1: Gata Maria, great to be here.
0: Jake's always a, a nice thing to celebrate, getting some um, music released. Um, and for The Jack, this is an interesting one because, of course, one of the things that The Jack's known for is its uh, collaborations, in fact, international collaborations. Uh, and uh, part of what you've done with your music here is is to share that with the rest of the world. must seem... Must seem like a, a pretty special thing to be able to do in the modern context, playing with s- overseas players,
1: um yeah, totally well, actually, we don't have the, our overseas uh players with us at the moment we've got um some uh, kiwis filling in for them, which is um you know was something I was really reluctant to do, but I really needed to get this music out there, and um, they've actually been doing a fantastic job, some great friends of ours um, from the Wellington scene who are um who are filling the boots admirably and um, the shows have been going really well so I'm stoked.
0: When you think about the 10 years of the Jack um, take yourself back to 10 years ago what were your hopes when you were putting this ensemble together for what you'd be able to achieve?
1: Uh, we hoped that we might be able to like get some of these pieces that we were trying to play uh, you know, playable like that we could play them from top to bottom that was about the extent of our Um, ambition at the time I think we were just really trying to grapple with like how do you how do you play in this kind of ensemble where the roles are not so fixed as like a a trio or a quartet or a big band and and how you know the kind of music that we were trying to tackle we didn't you know we were trying to sort of deal with a lot of different uh rhythmic elements that we weren't familiar with and um and navigate sort of more complex uh, forms than just play the melody, play some solos using the melody, and then play the melody again. You know, we were trying to do more than that. All we wanted to do was play the music, and um, everything else has just evolved out of
0: that. It does sound as so, though, you know, when you set yourself that kind of goal, you are setting yourself. A challenge. It's not necessarily, you know, you know, easy music to to play, and I mean that in the sense that you know, there's there's a lot of work has to go in into this. Um, you know, mm-hmm. e- explain that for people who who perhaps are not jazz aficionados, and who uh, who might be used to um, you know to more accessible uh, forms of music. What is the joy in being able to operate the way you do?
1: Um, I think it's really just, um, I mean, you talk about collaboration, like with uh, music like this, it's probably, uh, maybe somewhat comparable to how it feels, you know, um, playing an orchestra piece, you know, I mean, you have this large, long bit of music with many people, um, who are contributing, um, a small part to that greater whole and when it really goes well you've created something that's a joy to play and a joy to listen to and um and of course that happens in um jazz and it happens in traditional jazz and um more accessible musics as well but um eh, this is just something that we wanted to just some ideas that we wanted to try out and um and we found a lot of and we find a lot of, a lot of pleasure in sort of getting it together and making it sound good and and getting it feeling good playing together and um, and the big difference between um you know doing an orchestra piece and having a um written part out and it's just one small piece of the jigsaw puzzle is there's eight of us and so we all have really big roles to play and we have also have quite a lot of agency because of course it's jazz and there's still improvising going on as well so you're contributing to your part, the written part, contributing to like realising these compositions but you're also contributing your own personal, individual improvising voice as well so um, I think that's the joy of it but it's the joy that you get out of making any music really it's all, I think it's all kind of the same really at the end of the day
0: Tell us about Walking Spirits and where you've um, brought the material together from
1: Yeah so um, A Gathering and Walking Spirits were actually um, recorded in the same session at Roundhead Studios in Auckland um, back in uh, 2019 this is how long it's taken to get the music out there but um, we decided to to sort of split these up by uh, theme if you like so I guess A Gathering Represented the music that came out of or were in, was influenced by our collaboration with the traditional jazz fusion group Black String from Korea, and so and so that music was all written for that collaboration, or was inspired by that collaboration. And then, Walking Spirits kind of goes in a couple of different directions, where we returned to the kind of more, um, I guess, hard bop influenced kind of like, uh, you know, uh, sort of more, I guess, um, traditional jazz writing in a sense, on the one hand, and on the other hand, we were also taking our explorations of rhythm that we'd sort of, um, different ways of, playing with rhythm that we'd found with the Korean music, and and took that in a different direction uh, as well. So it's kind of going in two directions at once. It's kind of like going back to our roots and also looking forward to like what we're going to do with this new knowledge. You know, um, So it makes for a very interesting listen, quite an eclectic album for something that's only five tracks long.
0: These are interesting and challenging times for any musician to be able to release and share new music. You must feel... I think particularly satisfied perhaps that you can take the ensemble out on the road and have experiences that some of your fellow musicians around the world still are not able to have?
1: It's everything to me, like being able to play this music to people. Uh, I was, um, you know, I was very lucky to be, you know, secure and safe in lockdown and have and have some people around me and it was, um, so I'm certainly not complaining about my experience but man, I missed listen- uh, I really missed playing music with other people and I missed playing music to other people I didn't realise what is such a huge motivator it was for me until I couldn't do it anymore um, so yeah, I'm just absolutely stoked to be playing this music to audiences
0: I don't know how much you know about uh, the jazz scene in Ōtipoiti, Dunedin but you're coming to play Hanover Hall which uh, has... Recently, welcomed a number of the concerts by the Dunedin Jazz Club, relatively newly formed. Um, nice to be able to see uh, some dedicated space and time for jazz here in this city.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, I think it's uh, I think it's really really fantastic that um, that that concert is 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 happening um, because you know if you. I think with this music, the hardest, people love seeing it live. It is is live music, you know. Um, It's happening in front of you in the moment, and that's exciting. People love it when they're there. Getting people to a concert can be quite tricky. So um, this kind of audience building, this audience development, where you create a space where people know they're going to see some quality stuff um, and they know when it's on, and it's familiar to them, and it's a welcoming space for them as as audiences. That is huge for someone like me who is trying to take this music around the country. You know, because I'm I'm stepping into the work that's been built there to to welcome audiences into into that space because there's because there's a lot of risk taking going on when you go to see improvised music, not just as a musician but as an audience member as well, because you don't know what you're going to get, which is great, but also can be intimidating. And so when um, so i'm uh, I'm really really grateful to have this opportunity to to be welcomed into the space created by the Eaton jazz club in the in the Hanover hall because um yeah it's it's made it so easy for us
0: Your relationship with your fellow musicians how many of the ensemble were there at the start?
1: A fairly good chunk let me think about it so um, it was conceived by myself. Callum Aladice, the guitarist and composer and Sean Anderson the drummer and I remember we brought on um, Nick Tepping who was the head of the jazz program at the time where we were studying um, and so I think we're the four original members and um, uh, our pianist Daniel Millwood was brought on very shortly after and also and actually Lex French as well on trumpet um, is one of the original members so five out of eight not bad but this particular um, ensemble or the ensemble that you'll hear on the album anyway was playing for many years as that lineup so that also included um, Chris Buckland on saxophones um, and uh, um, hmm, who have I missed here Let's see, oh, and Matthew Allison on the trombone as well, and um, and uh, but at the moment, uh, we're, uh, we've got the great pleasure of playing with my friend and flatmate, in fact, Ben Hunt on the trombone, so he's um, filling in for Lex French, and Daniel Hale's an amazing pianist who's, who's filling in for um, Daniel Millwood, so this is a, a slightly new iteration, the last one had been playing together, I think, since 2014. Um, So this is the 2021 uh, version.
0: Well, we can't wait to welcome um, all eight of you here for tomorrow's concert at Hanover Hall. What uh, better thing to do of a Saturday evening, a winter Saturday evening, take in some fantastic, highly skilled jazz music from uh, the Jack. We're going to go out uh, taking in some of uh, the music from Walking Spirits um, just before we go Jake uh, you get this tour out of the way what happens next for the Jack
1: well that's a very interesting question I mean I think it really depends um, a bit on what happens uh, with travel and the borders and what how, how music and touring is going to unfold so we had some shows lined up in Australia for 2020 for the original album release before that all fell through and so um, we've got to really think about um, the direction, you know, that, that live music and, and touring, international touring is going in. Um, but um, I'm, j- I'm just personally really excited to get this out, have a rest, and then think about what new music we might be able to put together and what that's going to look like in the future.
0: Well, travel well. Jake, thanks for joining us on the awesome morning show. We look forward to welcoming you all to Autiporti Dunedin
1: tomorrow. Kia ora, thanks for having me Jeff, appreciate it. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.